You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And today we're trying a beer we've never done before on this podcast. We're doing a Goza. Goze or whatever you want to call it. Goze? I don't know. Goza. 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 Wasn't the name of a ghost on Ghostbusters? Goza the Destroyer. (laughs) This is called Atomic Tart Goza. Um, And this is going to be a good one. Uh, But before we go, you know... Into this, uh, into this particular beer, we want to talk about some of the feedback we've gotten. We've gotten some pretty decent feedback, too, by the way. This one, do you guys uh, all remember Steel Reserve 211? How could you do forget? I? <laughs> Just, Actually, I don't really remember that episode much at all. I think I, know, I blacked out. I don't yeah, remember anything after. Yeah, Blaine was probably at the hardest on the uh, uh, Steel Reserve 211 episode. Uh, but we had a lot of folks who you know enjoyed listening to that because we kind of went off the rails. Uh, we didn't mean to. We really didn't. It was just, it was just one of those bil- those swills that just wow. Sometimes I have a flashback and be like, "What the heck just happened yeah. to me?" And and we we had a we had a good time. But somebody said, "This is good. You guys sold me on listening today with Steel Reserve Two Eleven. Brought me back to memories of Edward Forty Hands." <laughs> Edward Forty Hands. No, for anybody who's listening, who's like, "What the heck is Edward Forty Hands?" So that was where you would get uh, two forty ounces of your favorite beer or malt liquor, and you would duct tape them to your hands, and you could not use those hands until you finished the forties. Yeah, that, that sounds like a heck of an episode for Good School Hunting. <laughs> you think we, we should, should do that? Yeah, we should end a recording session some afternoon <laughs> with that. How about Regia? I'll do two, I'll do two of Regia. <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, but you you had to do old old English in the oven. Is that what you had to do? It was old English in the oven. It wasn't taped to my hand, but they would put it in there. I think it was about one eighty. Just warm it up so it's just burnt going down and burnt coming back up. Oh, it sounds awful. Uh, but so yeah, I mean that's it what, was that that reminded that reminded some folks of Edward Forty's hand, and that was the last forty I had until the two eleven episode. I, I don't blame you. I think they should call that beer nine one one because that's what you got to call when you're drinking. It was that. it was it was a rough one. Uh, but Matt, I did want you to have a little uh, moment of confession because I know you have a confession to make, and it has to do with something we discussed several episodes back. We were discussing. Our, um, our go, go ahead and speak up, yeah. son. I, I want to apologize to our viewers. You should. I, it's in their I, listeners. They're not viewing. Oh, listeners. I uh, I misstated my cooler selection. I said I had two igloo coolers. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, have an igloo cooler, my small red one, which is with me today. And I have a, a large Coleman. So what, what, what made you, what possessed you to say they were both igloos? After all those years. <laughs> you know... I, I just, the brand, it just, you know, it, how did it dawn on you? Like did, I was at the you, beach this weekend with oh, it and okay. it wasn't, I really do need a new cooler because <laughs> I probably went through six bags of ice at the did beach you really? over the weekend. So you brought the, the cracked one. That, I did. And that's an igloo. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually okay. bought them, brought them both. You brought, so we could inspect them. Well, no, I didn't bring them both today. I brought oh, them both okay. to the beach. Okay. Just want to check. 
So Brian has something. To say. Blaine says if you had a Yeti, you wouldn't need to change the ice for an entire week. I was literally going <laughs> to say like, what if I bought you a Yeti, Matt? Well, what would I have to do <laughs> would, in return would, for that? <laughs> That's a pretty big. He wants to see more videos like the one on Reddit where you're in the shower. Oh, there it, it is out That's there. All I ask. It is out there. All right. So today we are doing Atomic Tart Goza. Uh, let's tell you a little bit about this beer. By the way, you can always reach out to us uh, on Facebook, Goodswill Podcast, Gmail, Goodswill Podcast at Gmail. And uh, Matt runs our Reddit page, which, what's your username, Matt? Is it really a Reddit page? Red, no, I'm sorry, I mean, it's not I a just, page. You, you just, you just comment. Your, your username is good-swill-hunting. And it's, that's the username. But he's fun. To f- you you can follow people on on Reddit, so I, I suggest hey, doing and that. And as long as we're talking forties, real quick, okay. I just pulled this up on my phone. <laughs> oh, I want you Lord. to. Is this? <laughs> can we put this on our Facebook page? I, absolutely. We. How old were you? Describe the, it. So he he's got a forty of old English. Is that what that mm-hmm. is? And his friend who has a strange beard has a forty of old English. Was this uh, St. Patty's Day by by chance? It was my birthday. It was your birthday, which is when. Uh, September. September. Okay. Uh, I'll pass that around when you, <laughs> you guys discuss amongst yourselves. Show and tell. Uh, and we will put that on our Facebook page. Maybe you should post that to our Reddit account uh, and maybe Instagram. I don't know. I'll share it with a group that likes the yingling. That, okay. Yeah. Because no, I don't think that'll work. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> what about them? Eat what, you alive. What about them? Like you were talking about that group. I drink yingling. Were they just overly uh, defensive of yingling? What? What? What kind of burns you on the Yingling group? That's all they talk about is Yingling. Yes. And I actually got lucky with one of the posts I made in the Yingling group, which was um, of a Rolling Rock Amber Ale. Oh, I did see that. And they were very excited that the thought that it could be a Yingling knockoff. Yeah. So that was the only reason I didn't get booted out. But I've actually accidentally posted a Bush Ice picture to that group and oh. got resoundly shut down. Oh, yeah. So. Like negative... Uh, like they have karma on 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 Reddit, and he got like negative karma on that post. Mm. They like their yingling, so yeah. You you look like you're contemplating over there, Brian. Well, I'm just trying to fathom the idea of a Reddit string with that many people and that brand loyal. And I like yingling, but that's all they want to talk about. Like it's one flavored beer. I, and a, I don't get it. I always imagine. You know what it would be like if these people were in a town hall and like, this guy brought up something else that wasn't yingling. <laughs> that's what it is. Get him out of here. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of a circle jerk. I think that's what it is. <laughs> How <laughs> much can you talk about yingling? They like they like their yingling, man. And what you just, what you, you left stop out showing me pictures, What Matt. you left out <laughs> is that I'm holding a shot of uh, Jameson Irish uh, whiskey. <laughs> I was wondering what was in the other hand. All right, all right. Let's get back on track here. We are talking atomic tart goza. The passion fruit phenomenon, believe it or not, that's what they call it. It's from Central Virginia Brewing Company out of Crozet, Virginia, which I learned how to say. And this is a swirl. It's a, it's a goze from Crozet? It is a gro- you're right. It is. Uh, this is 4.7%. It is a sour beer uh, described as tart, passion fruit, sour, salty, clean. Now listen to this. It's got a 3.75 rating. On Untapped, folks. So if you go on Untapped and you check it out, that's what you'll find. Someone said, "Hey, nice goza with a flavor for the summertime. It's summer, so I figured this would be a good one to try." This was seven ninety nine for a six pack, 
which comes out to, of course, 11 cents an ounce. A lot of the uh, six packs we try are 11 cents or under. So this is right at the uh, at the top end. But because it's a Gozo, we thought this was an especially good deal because, Brian, the, uh, the comps on this one, we were trying to figure out what would be a comp because a Gozo is a different kind of beer and you don't usually see them at this price. Right. And there are several, we'll say, of the more macro craft breweries uh, you know, we're thinking like uh, the one I came up with, for example, uh, is Left Hand uh, Brewery. Uh, so Left Hand Wheels Goes Around is eleven ninety nine at Total Wine. But Anderson Valley has a whole bunch of Gozas they make all mm-hmm. at that same price point, eleven ninety nine. Westbrook, more of a regional craft brewery out of South Carolina, but still throughout most of the South, everything eleven ninety nine. So this is a bargain in my it opinion really is huge bargain and, and i will say brian you rallied to get one of these on the podcast you because did, yeah. because this is kind of different because these are just generally pricey right i did and i, I did have to uh, do a little arguing because <laughs> it's a little bit above our price point but in comparison sake it's not yeah so so we're talking uh what well, this was 7.99 and the most to go at eleven ninety nine, and that's for and that's a good price. So that's a four dollar difference, uh, which I think is substantial. Right, compared to the last episode, it was a fifty cent difference. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Um, so we're going to crack these in a second, but you know, before we get underway, we always like to do good swell advertising. So let's take a listen. Get your own. make you want to try it i don't know what else will let's uh beautiful let's crack these open while blaine describes our label for us i'm not cracking my open mine yeah, open because you've I've, learned I've that spilt them on me multiple times all right this this um you know kind of looks like i'm thinking like tropical smoothie kind of colors here you know bright uh would you say brian this is an orange or a yellow label purple uh, seal on the front, atomic tart with the uh, passion fruit sliced open in the middle. You can see the atomic uh, symbol in the background. The passion fruit phenomenon goes. Uh, there's man, there's a lot of reactions going on around me right now. Uh, but that's pretty much what we have now. This is this is interesting. I'll make note of it says packaged on oh five oh seven twenty one. So, so May seventh. Wow. Recently, 
Okay, so, okay, John. Yes, I'm great, I, Mrs. Good. I want to interject a little because okay. I think that we need to move a segment of the show up before we actually give our first sip impressions. Okay. I think we need a style guide on what we should be tasting here because I'm looking at faces who have probably never had a Goza before and are like, what in the hell am I drinking? We need to know what the hell okay. we're drinking. Brian, I've had some gozas. Yes, we've all had and gozas. I'm not, I'm not freaking out. Maybe what? we didn't pronounce them correctly. I, I've never had a goza. You've never had a goza? This all right. My, well, so my what first. are we, what are we, before we get to first sip impressions, uh, my, Matt, enlighten us. Well, our style guide describes it as a white beer, very popular in northern Germany, mm-hmm. brewed from 40% barley malt and 60% wheat malt. Very pale, top fermenting beer. Seasoned with coriander and salt, which enhances body and mouthfeel. In this very light beer, at some of the pubs, you could request your preferred level of salt. Hmm. Is that it? Mm. <laughs> you want to borrow? Is that all you got? You want to borrow my reading glasses, buddy? No. It. You want me to hold the book for you? I, I, he's, I think he's. I think it's good. I'm trying to get to the point here. Um, A rebirth going on as the tart, spicy, and slightly salty flavors have caught the attention of beer fans seeking something. Funky, unique, mm-hmm. and fun. At last count, several dozen breweries in the United States were brewing Gose, including some very large craft breweries, as is evidenced by our... And I will I will point out, before we get to first sip impressions, there is stuff floating in my beer, which <laughs> usually is not a good sign. And and, and Brian's like he was stone unfa- cold he, he looking. Was he's like, yes, that's by, normal. He's by like, I should appreciate that? Is that... You really should. So look at most of the wheat beers you're going to drink. They have floaters. There's going to be a haze to it. 50%, I think you said 50% of the malt bill he is wheat. Floaters. He did say floaters. Sorry, go ahead. You like floaters in your, in your beers. Okay, that's good. You're the insider. and You need to enlighten us on this stuff. No, no, we really- that's, that's why I jumped up the style guide because I saw, John, I saw your face and it was not good. It, it, this is shocking to somebody who's not accustomed to the beer. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, definitely. It was, it was a definite shock. Oh, well, hey, we're going to do that in First Sip Impressions. You said it. It's time for First Sip Impressions. This First Sip Impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And Matt, you wanted to jump in, so I'm going to let you go first, uh, of course. I always love to hear what your first sip impressions are, especially of a Goza. Yeah. Or as you mentioned, a Goze. Goze. It it took me by surprise. It was very tart, kind of like if you eat a Sour Patch Kid or something like that and you're not ready for it, you're like... And then, uh, you know, it's got a a definite passion fruit flavor. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't hate it. It's going to take some getting used to. Certainly, it would slow down my consumption. Mm. You know, I'm not going to have three or four of these an hour. No, no, no. I get that, Brian. You, you, you're analyzing him while you, while he spoke. I, I am, and and there's a point in in your evening or your day when you want to drink this, and so yeah, you're not going to necessarily drink four or five of these an hour. You know, if you're doing like a dinner, this is a great palate cleanser. That, that's what the style. You know, one of the, the many things the style is meant to be, but. First sip impression, um, I'm actually really digging this. Um, We've done a couple beers by the Central Virginia 
brewery before, and Crozet. We didn't really give it a great ratings. To me, this is an about face. I really dig it. Now, there's some things that they could be doing better on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna get in that when I analyze it a little bit further. But first, first impression, yeah, pretty good. Okay, all right. What about you, Blaine? What do you think? Um, I like it so far. It's it's pleasant. Uh, yes, there is the tart off the top. If you're not ready for that, you don't know what you're drinking, it's going to take you off guard. But I, I like Goza's, and when I first drank it, I was like, okay, you know, I was ready for that, and I'm, I'm already like more than halfway through. More than halfway. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm about I'm about the uh, eh, a little more than halfway through. It's definitely got Good that first sip. that sour that sourness. I guess it depends on what you're going for. I mean, I guess if I grabbed a goza, I would be wanting something sour. So I, I can't say it's a bad beer. I just not something I would probably drink every day. Uh, but usually this is an expensive beer, and we're drinking the swill version of it. So Brian, I'm curious. If you have anything on the uh, the brewer itself and why they're able to uh, to brew something at this level, yeah, you pay at big, this price, big money for sours, right? Well, I have stuff in the brewery. I don't really have any information on how they could brew a beer of this style so cheap. Um, but we have talked about this brew before. Um, mm-hmm. It is brewed by Central Virginia Brewing, our brewery out of Crozet, Virginia. And if you go back to episode, I believe, one and episode three, where we reviewed the um, Blue Ridge Lager, as well yeah. as... Going uh, way back. What was the... <coughs> what was the wheat beer called? We'll edit all this out. The wheat beer? Yeah. The wheat beer, the first episode, episode one. Blue Ridge. No. Or, Blue, oh, key. Oh, oh. Blue Key. Blue oh. Key. And then there was... Right, um, let's start. Ready? In three, yeah. two. And then the other beer from episode one was Blue Key Wheat. So when I originally researched them, I couldn't find much. And I... The rumors on the internet was that they were brewed by Star Hill Brewing out of Virginia. Now, I actually have confirmation that this is brewed by Star Hill. And I received that confirmation, oddly enough, on Star Hill's own website. So if you go to the website and you go to where to their link on where to find their beer and you click on the drop down, they actually list every beer they brew for Lidl. And there's about 16. Really? There's about 16 different ones on there. Well, we have to try them all. So now I feel comfortable talking about Star Hill. Star Hill has been around since 1999. They're founded in Charlottesville, Virginia. They are the second oldest craft brewery in Virginia. So they were at the forefront of the current craft beer movement. Um, And it's one beer, it's a brewery that I actually have known for years. I've run across them at several beer festivals. In fact, my wife has a Star Hill Brewery t-shirt that that they gave to her at one of the the beer festivals we're at. Um, So the brewery, uh, the original space that they opened in was the Star Hill Music Hall. Um, They shared it with the Music Hall, hence the name. Um, it really interesting enough that that actual storefront on Main Street in Charlottesville was home of the state's first craft brewing operation, which was called Blue Ridge Brewing Company. Oh. And what's the name of their lager? Blue Ridge Lager. That's the one you can find at Lidl. That's right, yeah. folks. They've won some pretty large awards. I mean, 
They've won a lot of awards, but to me, the only awards that count are the Great American Beer Festival and the World Beer Is that Cup. legit? Is that is that's a legit award? These are legit awards. They're not buying uh, their award by giving sponsorship money. They are okay. not, you know, rallying the social media troops. This is a panel of judges blindly tasting beer. Yeah. Okay. And so, to me, those those are the the upper echelon of. Uh, Beer awards and, and it in 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 the beer award name is Great American. That's right. I just want America. to point that out. That's right. <laughs> Today, the brewery has six tap rooms um, in Virginia and a large production facility. That was actually the once the home of a Conagra food plant. Oh, okay. Well, look at that. You, you did your homework, and I appreciate There's that. There's some better than last time. Honestly, I was, I was excited that I found more information. Matt, did you just grab my beer? Nope. He, but he just drank a. He just drank a. He just, Hands he, off! You just did one of your Texas two sips. He, he's trying to tell you you're talking too much, boy. Um, yeah, so we're we're talking this uh, this goza this tart goza, and we're about to have a, a standoff in the studio because Matt. Look, you know how you can tell it's Matt's beer. It's almost empty. Yours is half. You're look. I was talking. Okay, so so don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, so drink a few more sips. And uh, we're going to talk about whether or not we like it, because we are almost at last call. Extra, extra, we know about it. Extra, extra, we know about it. Last call. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is last call. Where do we get? Where did the little kid come from? I don't know. I, we were trying to get a paper one day, and that kid was on the corner yelling. Uh, they don't make newspapers anymore. What yes, are you talking they do. about? Listen, uh, and look, most of us have had our fill. I l- legitimately finished the entire bottle, um, but we're gonna, you know, as, as usual. I do enjoy starting with Matt because the insider is just, especially in this case, you you need to hold your tongue. But I think this is the first time that we've all pretty much finished the beer by the time we got to last call. I think I'm the yeah, only one a, with some left. You have some left because you've been talking. But Matt, is he's he is legitimately chugging the last bits of whatever's floating around the floaters that, yeah. that Brian says that we're supposed to be enjoying. The flotsam. The flotsam and the jetsam. Uh, Matt, I'm curious. Give me your 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 input on this goza, this, this, this good swill goza, and, and give me your rating. Well, I'm I'm certainly glad that Brian enlightened us about food pairings and <laughs> and how it's you know not meant to be slammed, you know. So I could see like a nice baked brie with a raspberry sauce and you know washing it down with a little bit of this, but uh come on. <laughs> when are you gonna find brie at my house you're not i'm with blaine I'm, it's american cheese <laughs> you have 64 slices of american cheese is that yes you? um he goes to costco i i i i like it do you really whoa yeah i do like it it's, I did not it's tart that. um Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not going to drink it a lot. It's not going to replace my go-to day-to-day beer. But uh, if you're trying to impress, well, we, that, we would not expect that. If I was if I was out at a at a brewery or something like that, uh-huh. and they offered a goza, and it sounded intriguing enough, I would I would give it another shot. Yeah. Um, okay, 
So, with an American sleep, And at least they're right, right up front, you know, Atomic Tart. It is tart. It it's, is. It lives up to its label. Yeah. So. Okay. Look at that. That's, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from our beer outsider just now. That's good stuff. Hey, Brian looks like well, he's still trying to process. No, what's, what's your rating? Oh, you... <laughs> I'll give it a three and a half today. Wow. Whoa, okay. That, that today. Way right. bigger Tomorrow is different, huh? Depends. All right. It depends on the taste buds. Makes sense. Brian? So when it comes to gozas, I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> I I like them without the fruit additives. So the Westbrook, if anybody's heard of that or if you ever see it, the Westbrook goza, just their regular goza, to me is as pure as you can get outside of drinking this in Germany. So when you add the fruit, I kind of thumb my nose at it but i do believe that the passion fruit adds a roundness to an already uh, kind of a hefty mouthfeel on a beer because it does have that wheat in it so it is a little heftier on the mouthfeel sure i think the passion fruit does add a nice roundness um my only critique is i would like some more salt in this more salt i would like a little more i don't think that i, I actually almost miss it because he's salty well you're supposed to have salt there's <laughs> supposed to be salt here in a goza in fact i had one i had a black goza that they brought the salt in not by adding salt um or not by getting just a natural salinity the water from the the town it was brewed in but they threw oysters in it oh my god it was delicious awful. but this needs a little <sighs> bit more salt thus i will i will drop this at a four Real wow. wow, that's yeah. a high score for you. Not it, quite your highest, but that's that's impressive. I've given one five. That's the only score above it, and that was the Narragansett. Narragansett, and it was well Checking deserved. Today. It was okay. Wow, okay. Wow, Blaine. I got yeah. a couple of things to say about this. Oh, I, I'd like to well, hear it. First off, a song popped in my head as I was <laughs> drinking it. <laughs> what was by, that? By Phil Collins. Is there a man? She's, is there a man involved? Not, not a man. She's an easy lover. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> that's that's what I thought. It's okay. Okay. The there's a woman. There's there are women involved in this okay. story. Um, <laughs> so I told my my wife that we were trying this beer, mm-hmm. and her friend is over, and she goes, "Oh, I've heard of that one." She's heard of it. Yeah, I've never. So heard of so this. Th- that was just an interesting note on that point. But if you're drinking like you know Bush Ice all night or <laughs> or uh, Steel Reserve Two Eleven. And you, need, <laughs> and you need a break. This is this is it right here. That's it. Um, but I like it. It's really good. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Okay, that's good. I, I, look, um, I all I'll say because I don't thank think you. Thank you for helping me out, man. I don't think it um, add much to I'm this because, because I'm impressed that they were able to brew a goza at this price, um, and and I think that's that's to be commended. Good for them. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, I've had Gozes before at, at uh, different breweries. And so I'm going to have to go ahead and give this a 3.75. Oh. Because this, well, it's well done. It, it, anything over a three to me is well worth trying. And this is worth trying. There's nothing really off-putting about it. No, there's not. Except right, for the floaters. Right. Yeah, the floaters. The floaters, which, which Brian yeah, made us accept. Blue yeah. Moon has floaters, folks. Blue yeah. Moon has floaters. You know who else has floaters? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Look. I think we found a decent one. This is definitely everybody would recommend trying this one. This is a decent, uh, a decent beer, and I, I'm glad we we try this one. It's easy come, easy goes. <laughs> Help, helping them out. It's goza or goze. Goze. 
goes away. Just say whatever you want. Anything you want. All right. And you can say anything you want to us. We'd love to hear your feedback. You know, we, we do have that Facebook page. We've been we've been gaining a, a steady following at Good School Podcast. And we've been getting some emails and our Instagram followers and, of course, our Redditors. You know, Matt runs our Reddit account. So for, what, should, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. <laughs> if you, you want to see half-naked pictures of me in the shower with a beer. Oh, and who doesn't? You know, it's me. me. <laughs> oh, I know you do. Listen, next week we've got another beer to try. This one, look, this is going to be a good one. Cherry Kolsch is what we're up to next. Cherry Kolsch. It was a cheap swill that we picked up, and uh, who knows? Is it sour too? No, I don't know. I guess we'll find out yeah, right. next week. Uh, but thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Atomic Tart Goza. I think we found a decent swill this week. Make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe, and you know if you could, and this is totally up to you. Uh, but if you could leave us a you know a, a review on whatever, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will talk about it. It's it's true. We won't mention your name if you don't want us to. But Secrets. yeah, you know if you if you subscribe to us on whatever podcast hosting platform you get your podcast from, we just love to, you know show some feedback, and we, we we do appreciate that. We just we just do this for fun, and uh, we hope you're having fun listening to us uh, next week. Cherry Kolsch. Make sure you join us then.